What's up, Story Geeks? This is Daryl. Welcome to a special episode of the Story Geeks. A lot of news came out this week about the new Captain Marvel movie that's coming up next year for the MCU, and we just had to react to it. So we reached out to two of our buddies to get some interviews and talk about this stuff. First of all, we have Angie Taylor from Network 1901. She brings an awesome perspective to this because obviously she has the female perspective, and she is also a brand new fan of comic books which you would know if you've been listening to Network 1901's issue number one serial where she dives into Marvel Comics, and I get to help out a little bit, so that's cool. And then we also got to talk to Scott Nicewander from NerdSync, who's been on our show a couple of times. We've got another episode coming up with him soon about Green Lantern. And if you've seen Scott's stuff, you know that he is a comic book expert. So we've got a longtime fan and a brand new fan, and it's fun to get these two different perspectives. Let's dive in here and hear what these two had to say about Captain Marvel coming into the MCU. I am here with our good friend, Angie Taylor. Angie, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Did you get to see any of the big news, any of the big reveals this past week? Yeah, I mean, we got to find out that she's definitely going to be half Cree, half human, which that was one thing that I don't know too much about the character, but when I had read like a little bio on her before, I'd read that and I was like, I wonder if they're going to keep that in. I don't know if that's like important or not. Um, and we also got to see the outfit that she's going to wear. The proper colors of the outfit that she's going to yeah. wear too. Because we'd seen the green one from before, but we all knew we were waiting for red and blue. As you look forward to this, as you look forward to Captain Marvel making her presence in the MCU, what are your hopes What do you hope to see? What kind of impact do you hope that she's going to have? I'm kind of looking at Captain Marvel. And again, I don't know her from the comics. So I don't really know what her character is like in the comics. And you know what? I've read very little of her in the comics as well. So we're we're on the same page here. Well, I, I just feel like when I look at her and I look at the scenes from the movie that just went up, it kind of looks like this is going to be a character that's it's it's a female character that is different than the other female characters that we've seen so far um in a way that I feel like we've actually seen a lot of characters who kind of have a lot of emotional depth a lot of like pain and um like they wear their heart on their sleeves and just just kind of from the pictures that got released, I don't feel like Captain Marvel is going to be a character like that. So when I look at, at Brie Larson standing there in this Captain Marvel getup, I kind of see somebody who's a little more stoic and kind of structured. Whereas I feel like we've seen even like even Black Widow, who is like sleek and, you know, wears like shiny leather and and can do like all these crazy martial arts moves that takes a lot of discipline and structure even she's kind of like a loose cannon and it it just feels like carol is going to be this very like i mean we know her background is going to be an air force pilot and she just she looks like a rule follower to me when i look at her you know and like again we haven't really seen that yet from many of like the woman heroes yeah, and they're certainly, they're certainly wanting us to believe that she is going to be a really big deal. 
You know, they're putting her out there as the next star of the MCU. And we know that we, we will likely lose Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth and guys like that after Avengers 4 because their contracts are all up. So it sort of feels like they're hanging the hopes of the next version of the MCU on Captain Marvel. Yes. Which I think is cool, actually. Yeah. And it does seem like she's going to kind of be that Captain America replacement. And not necessarily to say that she's like just the female version of Captain America. Right. But like her, um, like her essence is kind of the same as Cap's. Like he's, he's the, the good old guy that you can rely on. Yeah, that should be that iconic hero that everybody looks up to kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are you excited that for the potential for that character to be female? Yeah, I actually think that not not just in terms of like uh, necessarily like a feminism type of cause or, or anything like that, but just like I just feel like women in film are getting like more chances now to play very realistic characters and a character like Black Widow, Scarlet Witch, um, you'd see those people in real life. I mean, not like superheroes, but like, like who they are as people, you see people like that in real life, but you also see women out in the real world who are like Captain America's personality. And, you know, that's just speculation that, her personality will be like that. But if it is, it's, you're getting more of like a well-rounded ens- ensemble of characters in the MCU. And totally. So it just, I think like the opportunities are getting more open for actresses, but then it's also just good for the audiences as well. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm excited about it on every level. I mean, we saw what Wonder Woman did for DC. I mean, not only did she raise the profile of DC, she's arguably the only, like, really, really good thing that DC has going on, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I'd love to see Captain Marvel do the same thing in the MCU. I think that'd be really cool. And I think it's really cool that they got Brie Larson to do it because Academy Award-winning actress. I mean, obviously, she's incredible. Right, so. right. And that's that's actually, like, I saw her in Room, and that is kind of my exposure to the actress. And, and, I, and I do feel like some of my influence on how I think her personality will be does come from that character in Room, it, where she kind of has, she has... She does have, like, a lot of emotional depth... But it's like she has like a soft interior with a strong front. I think that makes sense. And I think it's I think she's going to bring a lot of heart to the character, which I think is really cool. So, Angie, thanks for talking to me today. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Anytime. I love talking about Marvel. So here we are with Mr. Scott Nicewander from NerdSync. Scott, thanks for doing this with me here. I want to get your reaction to all the big news this week about Captain Marvel. You saw the photos, you saw the reveal of the, the classic red and blue costume. What'd you think? Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I, I knew that they were going to do, because previously I think we'd only ever seen the, like the, the black and green or the gray and green sort right. of thing. Um, and seeing the full reveal of those, prim- those bright primary colors was really good. Um, 
I, I had a feeling they were going to do it simply because of like at the end of Infinity War, the, the little pager. symbol. Yeah, the yeah. pager comes up in those colors. So I was like, yeah, they got to do it at some point. Um, but yeah, the costume looks awesome. Um, the the de-aging technology for Nick Fury looks like surprise. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a still image, so we'll see it in motion when it, when right. it comes out, but like it, it just keeps getting better and better and more advanced to the point where I feel like just actors are going to be obsolete and they're just going to do everything with CGI. <laughs> um, but man, even the scrolls, I know some people are criticizing that they look very much like the dark elves from Thor, the dark world. But my rebuttal to that is, I don't know what movie you're talking about. Uh, I don't remember a movie <laughs> called Thor, the dark world. There's that only two exist. Thor movies. Yeah. Right? That's, that doesn't exist in my mind. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think they look awesome and I'm excited for what, the scrolls bring. I also, th- I, I found it interesting that the cover kept calling Captain Marvel, like the most powerful superhero in the MCU. Yeah. Um, and the new star of the MCU. Yeah. 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 What do you think her impact's going to be? What do you, what are your hopes for that? I don't know. It's there. There's so many different directions. The fact that they're, they're touting her as like the most powerful, um, is really interesting to me. I think they, they're going to, they're obviously going to use her. Um, you know, obviously they set her up to, to be in a fight against uh, Thanos and, and to, to kind of wrap up the infinity war storyline. Um, and what's interesting is with the captain Marvel film, they're introducing characters who have been like in guardian, in the first guardians of the galaxy movie, you've got Ronan, um, yeah, Korath. Korath. And I think it, it would be, and of course those characters have connections to Thanos. So I'm wondering if there's going to be a little bit of history between the two of them. And even if it's just a little bit where, you know, she'll come back onto the scene in the next Avengers, uh, untitled Avengers film. And then um, they they might have like a moment where it's just like, you know, kind of like, you again, like kind of one of those classic, <laughs> iconic, whatever. But it would be cool to see to see how she set up, even like set up the events of of Guardians of the Galaxy, or you know, putting that in motion. Or yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like there needs to be some sort of connection between her and Thanos for it all. Because if it's just like, oh, here's a powerful character that I know, let's put her up against a powerful villain that's attacking everything, whatever. Like that would be fine. But there's so many connecting threads to to connect Carol and Thanos just from characters in the world and everything. I'd be surprised if they weren't like directly connected to one another. You think maybe she'll show up and we'll kind of get that first sort of, oh, shit, look on Thanos' face? <laughs> God, that's all I want. <laughs> like, genuinely. I Because, like, he knew, he knew who Tony Stark was, right? Yeah. And he didn't have, he didn't give him that look. He was just like, oh, I like you. You're kind of cool. And I know who you are. And I'm, you know, I know that you're powerful and everything. But, like, whatever. I'm Thanos. I'm going to stop you. But like, if Carol shows up, I really want there to be a look of worry on on Thanos' face, and just like, yeah. So, uh, you really want to do this again, big guy? <laughs> like, that would be really fun to yeah, see that. It would be. Do you think uh, this is okay? So I know this is a deep cut, especially for non comic fans. But do you think we're headed towards some sort of a 
secret invasion adapta- <laughs> adaptation here? We have to be. I think I feel like after Thanos, where else can you go? You can't have another big grand threat. Right. Because I feel like that would be that would cheapen Thanos if they're just like and then a bigger threat happens. So I feel like what you need after that is a more silent hidden threat, a secretive, a secret invasion, uh. let's say. And so, but like yeah, I I think when you have the scrolls set up like that's a perfect you know there's so many theories about like what if all what if certain characters have been scrolls the whole time you know right. um and it would be a bit of a gut punch but it's kind of a way to get around recasting right it's like oh well what if chris evans wasn't captain america the whole time it's actually this other guy yeah. you know <laughs> and now captain america could be here forever exactly um but i i had this idea for a a video I made a video ages ago um, about how I think Nick Fury is going to lose his eye. Um, and it's such a tiny... It, this is like my um, um, whenever movie pilot was still around. Uh, it might still be, but it's certainly not as prevalent as it is as it was. <laughs> but like movie pilot was like huge for, you know, the most reaching of fan theories. And so I had one that I was like, this is my movie pilot, super reaching fan theory about how Nick Fury lost an eye, which is in Civil War, we get this notion that, um, you know, he he says that the last time he trusted someone, he lost an eye. Um, And we also know through dialogue of that movie that in the 90s, Nick Fury's mom was still alive. So my thought is Nick Fury's doing this thing, fighting against scrolls or whatever, and they invade his home. And like he thinks he's talking to his mom and and whatever, but his mom, you know, was killed and and replaced by a scroll. And then the scroll that is his mom attacks him. And so, I mean, what better motivation for Nick Fury to never trust anyone ever again than if his mom, his own mom turned out to be a scroll and like took his eye out. <laughs> it's so, so dark. It, it is dark, but like, are you sure you're not from the DC universe? <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, and again, I know that's such a far reaching f- fan theory, but like the fact that Nick Fury is so untrusting of anybody like that to me makes sense that like even his family, he couldn't trust and it. And it gave him a constant reminder of, of that. But either way, something is going to happen where, he trusts someone, they turn out to be a scroll, and that sets him on it. And he realizes that they're still out there, which is why this whole time he's always had a problem trusting everybody with all the information. And so somewhere along the line, it's going to be revealed that somebody has been a scroll. It can't really be any of the big main players. Like, it's not going to be revealed that Banner is a scroll, because, like, right. yeah. But, like... I know some people have been talking about like, what about uh, Rhodey or Falcon or I don't know anybody. What if it's Agent 13? Who knows? You know, like it could be anybody who's mostly just a human kind of, you know. Oh, I hope we get it. I hope it happens. I do too. I hope there's, I mean, uh, I, I feel like you can't introduce uh, an alien race that 
cool and that prominent in the comics without turning it into an event, I think. Well, whatever happens, Captain Marvel coming onto the scene is certainly very exciting. Oh, it's so exciting. Thanks for taking a few minutes to talk to me about it, man. I appreciate it. Yes, thanks for having me. What's up, Story Geeks? It's Jay. Hope you enjoyed today's special episode of the Story Geeks podcast. Special thanks to Daryl for leading this one. We'd also love to know what you think. What are your thoughts on the new Captain Marvel photos from the set? And how will this character impact the MCU? Make sure you head over to our Facebook group and leave us your opinion there. Or start a discussion and see what other people think as well. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Special thanks to Angie Taylor from Network 1901, our good friend Angie. Definitely check out her series, Issue Number 1 which Daryl contributes to where she takes a look at some of Marvel's best characters. Also, special thanks to Scott Nicewander from NerdSync. He has one of the best YouTube channels around if you're a comic book fan. If you enjoyed today's show or any of the Story Geeks podcasts, please share our show with a geek friend. If you really love what we do, we would also really appreciate your support. Head on over to patreon.com slash thestorygeeks. For just a few dollars a month, you can get access to extra content. And we love it when you guys support us, so please consider doing that. And finally, as always... Question everything in your favorite geek stories and always seek the truth.